Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Kid Coach Conversations podcast. If you've listened to a few of our episodes before, you'll know that each week we ask children a thought-provoking question that builds a certain skill, like communication or creativity or critical thinking. So what we wanted to do for you is to create some special episodes that go deep on one of these all-important 21st century skills. We'll play for you what different children have said, and the Kid Coach team will also chime in with some of their thoughts along the way. Let's begin. Philosophy. If an alien comes to Earth, are they exploring or invading? I think it depends what they do on Earth. Because if they're on Earth, they just have a look round and go out, then they're definitely not invading. But if they stay and try and drive people off territory or something, then they're invading. So it depends what exactly they do. But then they, they could also be doing both. You, you could try and trust them and hope they trust you, talking to them and or just playing it safe or just being very trustworthy. How important is trust in this kind of situation when you're uh, meeting a new person or a new, <laughs> a new species in this case? I think trust is probably quite important because if you don't trust the species, then they won't trust you back. And then that probably means that they're going to gain some new intentions. What if the roles were reversed here, by the way? What if it was us as the aliens who you know, one day can get to another world um, would we be exploring or would we be invading? Well, it depends what sort of people we are. I would want to explore. I wouldn't drive them out. How do we know what the right way to be friendly is with an alien species? We could have, we could observe them being friendly to each other. If they greet each other by saying hi to them, then we could do that and in hope that we're being friendly. You know, in terms of are they exploring or are they invading? You know, d- does our answer depend on what this alien looks like? No, they could look really scary, but then they could be really kind. If you got to know them a bit, that would help. If you look at them and you realise they have laser eyes and they intend to use them, maybe that maybe you wouldn't be so friendly. Maya showed incredible maturity with her answer here. She judges the aliens by their actions and chooses to always be friendly over being hostile. She does show some sensible level of wariness, but in the end it seems that kindness wins out here, which is a great philosophical stance many kids have ingrained into them, as kindness is often more natural than aggression. Next up, we see what Marion would do with all the power that comes with being mayor for a week. If you were mayor for a week, what would you do? Maybe make a law and try and stop people from being homeless on the streets. I'd probably be quite rich as well. So I could buy some houses and like put homeless people in them. Maybe make a hotel for homeless people. Everything in the shops, take it down by £15. If it's more than £15. If it's under £10, take it down by half its price. Oh, I have so many questions I want to ask you about that. That, that takes money, right? Like there, there needs to be money. Is that a problem? Does that money already exist? Buy a money machine or someone and print off loads of money. 
and that will fund it. Amazing. I think we solved all of the world's problems right there. Buy a money machine. If you had a town with just a thousand people in, which is quite small, uh, compared to a town that's really big, like with hundred thousand people in, does what you do as the leader differ? Do you have to do anything differently? Maybe because there's less people, you'll get less money in and you won't need as much. I think it'd be slightly harder to build more houses because you don't have as much money because it's not as well off. And we come back to the homeless point as well. It sounds like that's really important to you. When you go to shops, you see quite a bit of homeless people. How does that make you feel when you see the homeless people? Maybe a bit worried for them, you know, when it's cold weather and it sort of gets me thinking. A strong, single-minded focus here on helping those less fortunate. What can you really say? A strong sense of moral duty to help others can clearly be seen in her answer. It helps to ask these kind of questions to see what kind of morals you've imparted onto your children, as knowing that can help shape the lessons you teach them in the future. Finally, Annika talks about staying calm by doing breathing exercises. How do you feel after taking 10 long, slow, deep breaths? You feel a lot calmer, you know, maybe if you've had a fight, if you have sisters or brothers, then you can take deep breath and it'll make you feel really calm and happy because i know you have two older sisters i'm sure that you get into fights all the time that's what siblings do and so is this something that you've used perhaps before i mean would you like to find a way to be calm when things are getting a bit angry around you yeah i would really like that the one really interesting thing annika is um about thoughts and feelings. Do you think something and then feel it? Or do you feel something and then think it? I think think it and feel it. Say you, you got hit, you're like, oh no, I'm going to get really hurt. And then you get really hurt. And if you fall off something, you're going to go, oh no, I'm going to crumple on the floor. Then you crumple on the floor. Right. So if that's right then, right? If you think something and that's why you feel it, things are getting angry around you. If you start to get into a, a, a debate or an argument with your sisters, you know, what, what, could you, what could you start thinking about in order to calm yourself down? Guess you could start thinking about what have they done wrong? What can I what can I do to put right? What should I do about it? And what am I getting angry about? What have I done to annoy someone? And you can try and put it all right if you're angry. You can try and stop being angry by knowing what stuff has happened and trying to make up for it. Annika has a sceptical approach to deep breathing helping your emotional state at first and speaks her mind on the matter. However, these questions are rather large in scope. And after some talking together, you can see her analyse what the benefits might be of doing this that she may not have considered before, picking up perhaps a new skill in the process. Listening to these kids talk about philosophy in full was a joy. They had such great ideas and such a strong sense of justice and kindness in their hearts, and even when taking a sceptical approach to the questions, the conversation led us both to learning new things and new ways of looking at the world. Discussing philosophy with your kids can really show a lot about them, and about yourself, so give it a go. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. 
Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.